1: in life, yeah, man, when you almost have it all figured out. I just wake up and realize I'm a loser? Yeah, man. I want to be a teacher, you know, or uh, an electrical engineer, you know, anything.
2: Hey, could you put down the ice pick?
1: But until then, all you can do is wait. Everybody get funky. Is everything prepared
3: okay?
2: How about some dessert? How would
3: you like your steak prepared?
2: The five-second rule, the five-second rule. Great! Ah, three. three.
4: <laughs>
3: and we almost had to switch to the ten-second rule. Most of the guys that work here like to play this little game. Yeah. You know the object, right? I mean, to have the other guy
2: look at your neck. The ah! No girl would ever play that game. Why not? <laughs> because of this! Oh! It's so angry!
1: This fall. All right, man. Zero hour is upon us. Let us seize the day! Yeah. Oh, welcome to Thunderdome. Serve it up. You enjoyed having sex with me.
2: Once we got past foreplay, you turned into the little engine that couldn't... Oh, what the...
1: Dish it out. You don't get out front and start doing some work, I'm gonna fire you faster than you can say yo MTV raps. But never. This
2: steak is medium rare. How hard is your job?
1: Send it back. I'm
3: gonna get this fixed for you right away. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. Lionsgate Films presents a comedy about an eight-hour day. Waiting. I hope you enjoyed everything. I know I did.
0: Okay. Energies, energies, energies. Let's lock in. (gasps) Welcome to Vicarious Living. Welcome back to the podcast studio. Welcome to our guest, big-time guest on this podcast. Intro milestone episode tonight as this VL co-pilot reaches the six timer club. Rarefied Air is only five others have accomplished this feat. Pat, the Pipes, <laughs> intern Whitney, Anna from HR. Those are not it's not an accomplishment to pass those people. But Zurb and Lauren S are also six timer clubs. So now you reach that Rarefied Air. Zerb, I'm coming for that ass. He's coming for that ass. Put your kid hands together, kids, as we celebrate the OG Podfather himself, Ben Jay.
1: Bag it up.
0: Ben Jay, how's it going? Hanging in there. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, do you want to kick us off with some housekeeping and swag? Now that you're a six-timer club, oh, you probably geez. know all this shit.
5: Um, no. Feel free to go ahead.
0: VicariousLivingPod at gmail.com. That's where you send us all of your questions. We answer email Listener questions, literally all the time on this podcast. All the time, people are constantly emailing in. We always answer them. And then Vicarious Living is that
5: just the spam? Are you <laughs> are you just responding to spam?
0: No, all I day get. Long? You know where I get all the spam is on uh, Vicarious Living podcast on Instagram. I get a lot of DMs from people who are like trying to help me promote this podcast to robot mm-hmm. followers. So,
5: I mean, that's why you got to do it though. It's all about the bots. It's yeah. not about like actual fans. You just. You have to commit to the bots.
0: Yeah, someone mes- someone messaged me last week and they told me that they could get me to 15,000 followers <laughs> if I just gave them my credit card number, <laughs> which I immediately did. Right. And now we're, now we're just talking followers <laughs> and deals. What are we going to do when you hit 10 podcasts? You know, in four podcasts from now, when you hit the 10, should we put like a, a portrait on the wall of your face? Like you and five others have their faces on the podcast studio walls? Ooh,
5: either that or some sort of like walk of fame, the like hands or the feet. But I think we can probably be a little bit more clever than feet.
0: So if I do ever move into a new house and they're pouring concrete, I'll let you put your podcast hands in that. But if we don't ever move into a new house, which looks likely likely, (laughs) then we'll just put your picture on the wall. And it'll be like when comedians go into like a a stand up show and the like, you know, you go in there like, wow, Jay Leno is here you know, future guests are going to come in and be like, wow, Ben J was on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be cool. What <laughs> movie are we doing tonight, Ben J? We're doing the movie Waiting. And this beat out what fire film on Instagram when we pulled this, we pulled the kids, and this beat out what? High School Musical.
5: And I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it beating it so... Um, Handily. Yeah, handily, I would say, because it was what? It was like 60-40, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was definitely skewed more female on who was voting for High School Musical. I had never seen High School Musical, to be honest, and I was kind of hoping that did win, just because I think that movie would have been hilarious to laugh at.
5: And that's what you do. So I've seen High School Musical upwards of
0: 30 times,
5: Mm -hmm. probably. Uh, Freshman year of college. We used to watch High School Musical as like an after party, and girls would just be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I would love to go watch High School Musical because they fucking loved it. So yeah. it was a way to move away from the party and, um, and get to the hookup phase. Yeah, and then I would, my roommate would hook up,
0: and I would try and find somewhere to sleep. Nice, so, dude.
5: Sweet. Forever a wingman.
0: Did you ever hook up to High School Musical in the background? No. What about waiting? No. All right, cool. <laughs> so no one in this podcast studio is hooked up to either of the movies that we were considering Hoking watching. Hooking
5: up to waiting would be a little bit strange just because of Ryan
0: Reynolds and his thing. In
5: this.
0: Yeah, we'll get to him. <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of Ryan Reynolds talk on this pod for sure. O5, uh, written and directed by Rob McKittrick, um, took eight years to make this movie. To make or to get it greenlit. Greenlit. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's like a guy. I know the biz. I know the biz. Guy had a dream. He had an idea. Passion project. Finally made it happen. Plot of this movie. I do want to hear this. Actually, I. This is
5: one of my most favorite parts of this podcast is hearing these absurd movies whittled down to like two sentences.
0: <clears throat> this one's a little more than two, but yeah. yeah. A waiter for four years since high school, Dean has never questioned his job at shenanigans. But when he learns that Chet, a high school teammate, now has a lucrative career in electrical engineering, he's thrown into turmoil about his dead end life. Dean's friend Monty is in the exact same boat, but he couldn't care less. More concerned with partying and getting laid by underage girls. <coughs> That's a big part. (laughs) That's in it. Wow. It's a big part. Monty is put in charge of training Mitch, a shy new employee. Over the course of 24 hours and one chaotic shift, Mitch gets to know the rest of shenanigans, quirky staff, Monty's tough talking ex-girlfriend, shenanigans, overzealous manager, Dan and head cook Radimus, who's obsessed with a senseless staff wide competition known only as the game. That's like, I, I couldn't find a two sentence. Synopsis, and then this was like a little too long, but that's the plot of the movie. It's dazed and confused meets a restaurant.
5: That's exactly what it is because it's a 24 hour movie, and there is no like character development except for Dean, who is just along. But like, yeah, it's just it is all about just one day, and in both instances one day is like every single other day
0: right it's like groundhog day do you i never had a waiter job a restaurant job growing up i had dead end jobs um like we all did so i feel like there were elements of this that i could relate to which is just you you're working a mindless job like when you're in high school or college or whatever but how much Did this ring true to you as a former restaurant employee?
5: Yes, I worked in uh, four different restaurants over, say, five years, maybe six years. Uh, So I started at 18 as a runner. So I would run the food, and then I graduated to Expo, and then moved on to another job. I was a server and a bartender, and then I did
0: that for like another four years. So you've done it all. Yeah, have you seen these shenanigans take place in the restaurant world with like fucking with people's food and all that? Fucking with people's food, all never. Oh, I thought you were gonna say all the time. No, <laughs> no. that made me so no.
5: nervous. Like I would say, every single thing except for fucking with food
0: happens. Like judging all the people oh my who, God. Come, yeah, I would Absolutely. imagine that
5: everyone is talking about you nonstop. When they walk back to, like, where the computers are, back yeah. to the bar area, like, everyone is fucking talking about
0: So, it. if you're a dick, you're a big topic of conversation. If you're a super attractive female, I'm sure you're just getting nonstop looked up and down by all the male yes. workers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, when it makes me just wonder, like, what people have said about me. I'm um, Sure, most of it is just, like, raging douche stuff. Like, no good. None of it's good, but... I'm kind of curious now, like what, what the behind the scenes stuff is about me. I think you are probably not even talked about. Damn it. That's fucking worse. I know. (laughs) I'd rather have people hate me than being different. Damn it. You are an absolute
5: nothing burger. Son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) All I have for these dead end jobs.
5: Or um, it's like, damn, look at that really hot chick. Why is she with that?
0: like very I'd take, generic dude I'd take that as a compliment that would be like a massive tip yeah but my no cap. one's talking about you though I know but at least like that's like an accomplishment for me I guess yeah um, maybe your hair I ha- that's it dude that's it's it. gotta be the hair that's the only thing that people ever compliment me on so I feel like yeah maybe Do they ever like, make fun of you wow this guy looks like uh, Bastille
5: <laughs> you know the singer? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> no, but there's someone I used to work I with. I actually do want to hear, like, inspiration for the hair. Well, because it's not quite Johnny Bravo, and that's a I've to gotten hair.
0: that, too. I yeah, was, so it's I was, like,
5: what do you look at, like, when you decided to go with this look, who was it, and why was it?
0: I don't, I honestly, I don't know, but I've gotten all that. Someone, when I was checking, I was a a TSA uh, pre-check and the lady who was like, in security was staying there. She's like, God, you look look like Johnny Bravo. It's like, (laughs) fuck yeah. And then um, someone, someone told me I looked like Elvis. Well, Um, That's
5: basically Johnny Bravo.
0: Right. Um, Bastille, gotten that. Oh, mama. (laughs) Um, Yeah, dude. Anyone with like.
5: Bastille, I have no idea what. Best deal guy looks like.
0: I was just gonna play a quick song. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know where the inspiration came from. Let's talk about inspiration for this movie, though. Let's this keep is talking a... about
5: your hair. Hold Let's... on, because I feel like we haven't really gotten to the bottom of anything. I, I don't. It seems like you're deflecting no, already. No, I,
0: I honestly don't know where the inspiration came from. I I had a bowl cut haircut for the majority of my life. Yeah. Crushed with that, and then, like, come high school, I just went full shave. Had then a full shave buzz all throughout college and then a few years after college. And then I think once I started working in like, you know, a real job, yeah, it became like apparent, like I need an adult haircut. So i just started going with like, you know, a classic high and tight yeah. part on the top. And then eventually it just kept getting higher and higher, like Kramer style. So and then
5: where do we go from here?
0: I think now Have you like
5: thought about it, like, because yeah, because you are about to be a dad.
0: That's it. Yeah.
5: And, you're not young. Right. So th- those two things kind of go against
0: high the, hair. Yeah. Like- well, tell that to Tom Brady last night, who's got like five inches up top. And he's, he's not like old. It's <laughs> <laughs> like 40. It's like 44. That was absurd. Um, yeah. His hair definitely looked a little wild. Uh. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I think it just gets a little less hot. Like it loses some height. Yep. Like I think as soon as I have a kid, the height drops like an inch or two automatically. Yeah. yeah. That's just science. Yeah and then i believe the more and more you become a dad like as the years go on it just eventually merges into i think the haircut every dad has For like
5: how hard are you going to
0: fight that progression into the haircut that every dad has yes um it's going to be a battle it's going to i don't Cause expect I feel, it
5: cuz i feel like i'm ex- like i'm expecting you to fight it maybe two years too long.
0: That's probably right. I mean, it's going to like be the that. same battle that I fought with loose fit jeans <laughs> with Anna from HR, like loose fit jeans ended in like 2013 or maybe 2012 range yeah. Yeah. where it was like, it yeah. no longer became cool. Just that for college. Yeah. And I mean, I fought that for a couple years before I moved into, you know, Japanese denim, the yeah. slim fit Japanese denim sponsors to this pod. And then I've I've been off and running ever since. But the, talk about deflections. Japanese <laughs> denim, you were saying that now with jean ch- trends and pant trends, you're kind of done. So, like, if we go back to loose fit, you're just going to stay in this slim fit territory, right? Yes, because I'm not skinny. So, like, skinny jeans, have
5: never worn them, will never wear them. I've got tree trunk legs. So... It just doesn't fucking work. So maybe I do that with my hair. So it just seems like slim fit can like continue for a long
0: time. Right. So you do that with your jeans. I'll keep a little height with my hair. Okay. We'll both be dads who just refuse to accept change. God.
5: I can't wait until our <laughs> kids judge us.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. That's like, gonna be it. It's not up to us. It's it's up to the kids. It's up to the kids. Right? It's up to the kids. Because everything on the is on this podcast.
0: It's all up to the kids. We love you, kids. Fun facts <laughs> for this movie. Waiting. Number one, manager Dan, played by David Keckner. Yep. His full name, according to the diploma on the wall in his office, oh. is Daniel Christopher Pratt. Did you notice this? No. Daniel Christopher Pratt. Chris Pratt yeah. is the name of Anna Faris's husband, was his husband, when she made this movie. And I think it was a play on that. And it, it's because it's before he became Chris Pratt.
5: So do we know Chris Pratt's full name? Like is Chris Pratt's first name actually Chris? Or was it one of the manufactured
0: names? Uh, Live look up Christopher Michael Pratt. Okay. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I think this is before he got... Um, Parks and Rec, which is like what made him famous. it's got to
5: be 2005. That's 16 years ago. And Parks and Rec had what? I want to say
0: 2009 maybe that started somewhere in there. It's got to
5: be earlier than that because it didn't have like – I think it had like 10 seasons. Maybe not.
0: 2009, yeah. So he was four years away from from Parks and Rec, yeah. Um, Nerd. So (laughs) number two – Shenanigans restaurant was actually a converted Benigan's, hence the extreme similarities. I've never been to a Bennigan's, but I assume it's just like a TGI Friday's. Yeah, I've never been to one, but... And that location that they used uh, was renovated, and was it's it? now a uh, Verizon Wireless, that location that they use for uh, Shenanigans. Soon to be a T-Mobile. Who knows? Maybe. Number three, Dane Cook improvised all of his character dialogue and name there were no there was no script given his uh, total screen time was about three minutes basically a cameo thought that was interesting Paris Hilton was offered the role of Danielle and refused she's the uh, the bartender waitress who has is hooking up with like Radamus and stuff has sex with him in the bathroom okay
5: so not Sloan
0: no no not not Sloan because
5: I completely forgot that Sloan from Entourage is in there and Sloan is, is and forever will be like a top five.
0: Very attractive. We will get to her in a bit. Oh, okay. My last one is she
5: was maybe like too minor to be included. So I just, now I got her coming up in a big way later. She's too attractive to leave off no matter how minor of a
0: character she is. She's like an all time attractive female. Yeah. Too super attractive. Um, Last thing, uh, just it's worth noting. Not really a fun fact. Movie took we mentioned it. It takes place over twenty four hours. I kind of like when movies do this. Days in Confused style where it's just like this is one day in the life, and like you said, it repeats over and over again. So it's like it's one day, but it's every day, right? But it just it. I like when movies do this, where it's just like, damn, that only took place over the course of one day. So. So,
5: I have a thought on that is that all of the best things that you watch are shows that have seasons, that have, you know,
2: Breaking Nowadays, Bad. Yeah.
5: Like, Breaking Bad as a movie would be fucking terrible. Because, like, compared to what it was as an actual show, because we are so conditioned now. To have so much time to like develop every single thing. Yeah. That really good movies are never as good as a really good show. So, yeah. It like, I think more movies should be 24 hours and just like be done. And, more of the actors should be doing more shows because that's where the actual, like, meat is.
0: I just want to balance because I feel like, it. obviously in the past, everything was skewed towards movies. Every big actor skewed towards movies. And then now, everyone is skewing towards TV shows. And you can only get a movie in theater if you're Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg, Christopher Nolan. It's like, that's it. There's, like, basically the only way to get a movie in theater that's actually going to work. So I, I just want there to be a balance of like, we can have both. So yeah, maybe it's if you do a 24 hour thing or whatever, it's a movie, but I just, I don't like that we keep going, we keep going too hard one way or the other. I'm actually shocked that
5: more like A-list actors have not already jumped over
0: two shows. I think it's happening. There, I think there's guys fighting it like who have the A list guys, like I mean,
5: like who is the like top three right now of like A list? Leonardo actors?
0: DiCaprio. All right, he's so, still fighting it.
5: Yeah, so he has never done no. a TV show as like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, like
0: yeah, he did. It I back think he in had
5: yeah some sort of like smaller role, but I forget. So like, no I'd one say has Leo... gone from straight leading man actor to doing you know, a 10 episode season of XYZ.
0: I feel like women have done it more than men. Cause I, I don't really know of any, not shocked by that female holdouts. Like it seems like most of them, like Kate Winslet just did that HBO show. It yeah. seems like most of them have converted except there's the men holdouts. And that's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith, Brad Pitt. Will Smith not anymore. Don't say that. Eh, I shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt,
5: everything fucking
0: Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt literally just made a garbage movie that was terrible. That um, we've
5: been talking about this a lot on our text thread, and I have not watched it
0: yet. It's It's like tomorrow day or something like that. Yeah, tomorrow war, tomorrow war. There you go. Um, Okay, back to waiting though. Rotten Tomatoes. I have not. I'm genuinely not seen this. I'm super jacked that I have not seen it because I really want to guess this one.
5: What was my sixth time on the pod, so I haven't seen it.
0: What have you what
5: what would you guess it? It's gonna be bad. Really? Yeah, I know it's gonna be bad. Yeah. Days and Confused was bad. This is gonna be bad.
0: Yeah. Well let's let's try and break it down. This is Ryan Reynolds going indie. It's a Ryan Reynolds movie. That's how it was marketed. He's going indie comedy. He had already done Van Wilder and Adventureland. Okay. Which were praised, yeah. I believe. I had to look at Van Water actually. Van Water was... Probably not. Definitely deaf. not. Because we're always talking... I feel like first. it's going to be higher. I, I want to say... I, I want to say fresh, but not certified fresh. So that means it's over 60, but not over 80. I want to say 63. Okay.
5: I would say a lot lower than that. Because the game itself will totally turn off every critic.
0: I know the penis showing game but that game
5: is just going to destroy it. But
0: I think a lot of these critics scores were pre before everyone was woke. So well yeah. So this is 2005 so like it's only getting a few of the scores that are like 32. Okay. 32%. Fuck dude.
5: I was thinking like a third and I don't want to do 33%.
0: Oh, my God. Fucking 30%. 30? God, I'm so in line with the people, dude. 75 on Hold the on people. On. Let me guess the people. Sorry. 75. Damn it. 74. I mean,
5: how is... That's right, style. I'm just...
0: I'm a little annoyed at this because it's, like, obviously a comedy is is, like, it's all about just, like, how people... I think it's funny. Like, I, how are critics giving this a 30 if the people are close to certified fresh? Guys, 75? And, uh, okay. Audience.
5: I'm actually shocked at that, too.
0: It, the the critic consensus is waiting is a gross out comedy that is more gross than comic. Because it, it's game, all the game. That's it.
5: It's all the game. If that's you don't have is. the game, it's probably 60%. Yeah, probably.
0: You know there's
5: some old ass like critics that were just completely disgusted. And they also completely forgot about like how they were at like 20 years old.
0: Well, here's the thing. Cause sorry, it's, but 20 year olds show their dicks. It's still, <laughs> yeah, it's still a success because it only cost 3 million to make and it made 16 million. So, I mean, talk about ROI, dude, big time. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. This, this, by the way, uh, on this movie, have you ever seen a movie that has dot 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 in the title like this does? Ooh,
5: not off the top of my head, no.
0: I know. I anytime I'm like typing it in, I have to type the dot 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 like into Google because not much was coming up when you just write waiting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, player breakdown. We talked about them loosely, uh, but let's get into it officially. <laughs> Monty, aka my shoe brother Ryan Reynolds. Oh God, we have to hear about this again.
5: Tell the story again, BD. (laughs) Now I won't. (laughs) I won't tell that
0: story. Uh, It's been a long time since we heard the shoe brother story. Here, kids, go listen to any of our podcasts. 132 of them, you'll hear the Ryan Reynolds shoe brother story. Are
5: we 133? By the way.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing we've I'd say go listen to the Adventureland pod because we break down Ryan Reynolds extensively on that and so I, I've
5: never seen Adventureland.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. That that is You guys such have a shame.
5: given such great reviews. I don't know. I just don't watch movies. It's so good. So like after getting my kids down, I have not thought like, oh, I should watch Adventureland at some point. So it's so one day in the next like two or three months. You need to text me at night, hey, watch Adventureland.
0: Cool. I totally will. And I will. Um, I think that the, the thing for me is, I, you know, all my podcasts, they're like all my children. They're all my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all my favorites in different ways. But if I had to say which one of our pods was one of my favorite that we've ever done, I'm going to point to obviously your your five or six are, are in the top six. But then the next (laughs) one that's my favorite is um, Adventureland Pod. I just thought that was the perfect balance for this pod of everything. Like the movie was indie and not a lot of people had seen it but there were big stars. Anyway I think it was just like the perfect movie for this pod. But go listen to that if you want to hear our full Ryan Reynolds breakdown. I just want to say on Ryan Reynolds should we have the conversation up front about like put our woke badge on and just have it about him to just get it out of the way. Yeah, because I think
5: if we have to edit everything, I want it to be up front.
0: Okay, so up front, we are going to say this movie was made in 2005. It very much does not translate to 2021 in terms of the Ryan Reynolds character.
5: And a lot of the other characters, too, because there's a lot of F-words.
0: Well, how they talk and stuff... So
5: I just... So, we do not condone oh, any no. of this.
0: Kids, we shame don't.
5: Shame on Monty and shame on all of the characters who said the F word. That
0: is not fuck. Yeah. Shame. Ryan Reynolds also <laughs> is trying to hook up with underage girls this entire movie. The Mainly the hostess who's like 17- you know, whatever. She's a day away from turning eighteen, but it's weirder Next when week. when the sixteen year olds all come in and he's trying to hook up with the sixteen year olds and he's like thirty. So, okay, that's. Can we just be done with it now and actually analyze the movie and take our woke badges off? Sounds perfect. Okay, woke badges are now off. I want to let me just play. This is jumping around a little bit, but let me just play the clip of how Mitch at the very end, when he the trainee, when he's ranting about Ryan Reynolds' character. I'm just gonna play the snippet. Of how Mitch breaks him down. There's going to be a lot of like snippets and stuff, right? Yeah, a lot yeah, of clips and because, s- jumping around.
5: I mean, this movie doesn't really do anything except for really
0: funny lines. So, right? It's a just a FYI comedy. Up. So, this is a Mitch's assessment of Ryan Reynolds' character. You.
1: Fuck you, Monty always got to be right with your little quips. We get it, man. You're fucking edgy and cool. Yeah. You're the coolest fucking guy shenanigans. Woo! That's like being the smartest kid with down syndrome. Oh, and oh yeah. Why aren't you in jail? I mean, what what are you like 13, 14? She's almost 18. You know what? <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs>
0: Again. I don't think that joke can be said today but it is really funny. <laughs> it has all of the elements of a great joke. It does. In the
5: moment, like it is so extremely good.
0: Yeah. Okay, number 2, Justin Long. Uh, I believe we've also covered him on this pod, Dean. He's the like you said, he's the main guy in this the, the whole movie is essentially told from the POV of Dean, which is he's at a dead-end job, he's trying to get out of it. I think the the cool thing with Dean is that everyone who sees this movie can relate to him because everyone has been in those jobs. I know I had him. I valeted cars for a year after graduating college. You're just in this job where you're like, I have to make money. I haven't found my first real thing yet, but I don't really have any fucking clue what I'm going to do kind of thing. And I just like that character because I think everyone can connect to that.
5: I completely agree. Except I fucking hate that character because I hate Justin Long. What? Oh, yeah. hate him so much. Except for Dodgeball, hate him in every single thing. Have you
0: seen Zach and Mary make a porno? Yes. And you
5: hate him? I hate him in
0: every movie except Dodgeball. Okay. I'm now going to play a clip from (laughs) Zack and Mary make a porno as he plays Brandon St. Randy, who is a gay male porn star. Yep. And... I'm just going to play this clip and I want you to tell me if you still hate him after
4: (laughs) movies with all, all male casts like, uh, like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, more like, uh, Glenn and Gary suck Ross's cock and drop their hairy nuts in his eager mouth. I normally date Asian boys. So this was a, this was, this is a different venture for me height wise. Um, but he is a, he's a bottom surprisingly, and I'm a power top, um, so it's it's quite, sometimes physically sort of tricky. Is that like a power forward in basketball? I don't I don't know what that sport is. Oh. I had the worst time in high school. So what's the movie business like? It's a lot. What business are you in? Oh, I don't do anything. Well, it's a lot like that.
2: Oh, okay.
4: Only with full insertion. I've seen some of my own films in hotel rooms, wow. and they're and and they just cut off at the waist. You know, it's very bizarre. You must feel so cheated. I do because some of my best work is done from the waist below.
0: That doesn't sell you? Like his character is great. I hate him. I mean, are you bringing the, the Justin Long baggage from when he did those like Mac, Apple Mac commercials back in the day?
5: Everything that he's ever done just gets worse and worse and worse. Those were brutal. Those were definitely brutal. (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably the genesis of it. But, yeah, I just – I I can't stand it.
0: I hated I, – I shared that same hate passion as you have for him 100%. And then it all turned for me when I saw him. It's not even just when he played Brandon St. Randy, by the way. <laughs> Brandon
5: St. Randy is just yeah. such a great name.
0: <laughs> by the way, I did name one of my fantasy teams one year after Brandon St. Randy, his character in that movie. Um, it, It's not only that performance. No one fucking cares about your fantasy team. Go <laughs> – Gus Edwards just tore his ACL. <laughs> Fuck my life. Obviously go on YouTube kids. This is, this is homework for all the kids who listen, go on YouTube and just type in Zach and Mary make a porno and Brandon St. Randy's outtakes with Seth Rogen as they're just like going, they're ad libbing and, and they're just going back and forth. It is the best 10 minutes you'll ever watch in your entire life. It's, hilarious. That's all I can say. Go watch it, kids. Okay, last one we're going to do, and then the rest are smaller. Anna Ferris, as we mentioned, Chris Pratt's wife. Only thing I want to say about her is it sucks in real life for her that she got the Macaulay Culkin treatment. Now, what I mean by that... Yeah, how so? ...is Macaulay Culkin nailed down... How do you say it? Is it Culkin? Calkin. Culkin? Culkin? <laughs> Keep that in. That's weird. In. I want to hear that again. Wait, is it Macaulay cock in? <laughs> Macaulay Calk? Calk. Calkin. Calk. Macaulay Calkin. Calkin. <laughs>
5: There's like you, like, you just <laughs> Calk like you just say it with like marbles in your mouth. Like you don't like enunciate his last name.
0: Either I'm having like a Calkin. seizure or <laughs> something is happening in my brain. I can't say the word. Um now Macaulay, it's always going to feel... Macaulay like, C um, <laughs> yeah. was, as we know, a big star in the 90s, whatever. He grew up, and he snagged Mila Kunis before she was Mila Kunis. Like she, I think she had just started doing that 70s show. She wasn't a huge star. And they were married for like eight years. And then as, she, as soon as she became Mila Kunis, you know, forgetting Sarah Marshall and... Bad moms, all all the shit that now she's you know she's massive so hot star. Bad moms, she's so hot. So in everything. hot and bad moms. Mila Kunis is so fucking on everything. She's also in my top ten. I might I might put her top five. Is it oh, too she,
5: aggressive? She uh, when I got married, what six years ago? In, Who knows? Seven years ago, um, you know how you always have the like couples trivia during the like shower. Or
0: Thing that like no one fucking cares about i never did that thank god but yeah, yes i know what you're referring to
5: not shocked by that really rather kill myself um, and it was you know like how well do you know your future spouse and um my celebrity crush natalie Guest, mila kunis
0: and i think
5: i got that right
0: that was Maybe it not. that's your top that's your number one so
5: she's she's in my top five
0: easy Damn.
5: No, no, no. I think it was like Eva Mendes as well. Mm, so fuck. just anyways, she's firmly in my top five, yeah. has been for quite a while now.
0: Now, th- so this, that's awesome to hear. I am also a massive Mila Kunis fan. Um, th- this is what happened though to Anna Faris was she locked down Chris Pratt when he was a struggling actor. I think he was homeless at one point too. Anyways, they locked each other down. She was more famous than him. She had done a scary movie, which her performance in the scary movie, I think it's all been downhill from there for her because it was magical. And it's just never the magic has never been reignited. But so they were married for like 10 years, whatever. And then he got Guardians of the Galaxy, became Chris Pratt and then bounced. Obviously, he became too hot for her. And now he's with like some model or whatever as a kid and Mila Kunis did the just same thing
5: terrible movies called T- Tomorrow War <laughs> right he
0: is but Mila Kunis did the same shit to Macaulay C and she dumped his ass when she became Mila K in my and, top five in your top five and now she is with Ashton Kutcher and just crushing life so sorry about you Anna Ferris and M- Macaulay C wish I could say your name but the fact that I can't and I don't even really give a shit say it one more time Macaulay Culkin. <laughs>
5: That's so bad.
0: Okay. Please keep at least some of that in. I'll keep all of it in. All right, good. Smaller characters. David Keckner, He plays uh, Dan, the boss. He is uh, the guy in Anchorman. Ch- uh, champ, kind. Champ, kind, yeah. In Anchorman. Sports. Luis Guzman. He plays Radimus. I don't know what else he's been in. I know I've seen him in a bunch of things. He's been in a ton of movies. He's been in a ton of stuff. I know it. And yeah,
5: I cannot name another movie off the top of my head, though.
0: only one I'm thinking of is he's in Count of Monte Cristo. Ooh. I actually
5: read that book. Great movie. That's like one of the few where I've only read the book.
0: It's low-key It's good an movie. awesome book. It's underrated. It's um, an awesome book. An underrated movie, too. He creates the penis showing game, though. So he created it. Yeah, I did not know. that. Three years prior, uh, he created it in this movie. In the storyline, Chai McBride plays Bishop. He's uh, the guy in uh, Gone in sixty seconds, I was and say he's, that that's, that's all I know. It's him the from. only one
5: that I know him from. Good.
0: Dane right. Cook is in this. Uh, more on him later. We already talked about Sloane from Entourage. Her real name is Emmanuel. Sh- nope. Nope. What is it?
5: Don't even want to hear it.
0: Don't even want to hear it? Sloan. Sloan. Okay, Sloan. Sloan from Entourage. Sloan from Entourage. And then lastly, Andy Milonakis, who plays one of the bus boys. Yikes. Nick, I think. Nicholas, yeah. 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 Okay, those are the characters. Let's get into the movie, though, with this fire REO Speedwagon song, Can't Fight This Feeling. So format on this one, um, what I had I
5: heard you like lock it in with Tom and I was like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. So
0: I, I was just thinking it's, uh, it was getting a little monotonous of just going line by line through the plot. So yeah, I, yeah. I think it worked a little better where I don't know if it's going to be 10 questions, but my new thing is format for the uh, movie breakdown is I just break the movie into 10 minute chunks. And I'll either have a question or just a comment about each 10-minute. Nice. Each 10-minute chunk. So um, starting off, first 10 minutes, I want to actually play a clip, which is Monty, a.k.a. Ryan Reynolds, explaining the game to the new trainee, Mitch.
3: Well, Mitch... uh first thing. uh, You ever worked in a restaurant before? Actually, yeah. Well, it doesn't really matter anyway. You know, working in a restaurant's all about learning a routine. You know, everything that Dan wants me to show you, to teach you, all that can be learned in a few hours. But um, if you want to work here, in this restaurant, I really think that you need to ask yourself one simple question. How do you feel about frontal male
4: nudity?
0: (laughs) I just, I wanted to do this one first because really this movie, this entire movie centers around this penis showing game, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is, it shows you how loose the plot can be for like comedies and stuff. But this whole movie, which is built on this one game, which is you show your dick to people And then after you show your dick to someone else and they look at it, you then kick them multiple times in the ass and call them some form of homophobic slur. That's the game. And I wanted to kick it over to you to explain what types of ways you can show your dick and or balls to other people in this game.
5: So I'd also say that I think this might be one of the last movies that comfortably used the homophobic slur like openly because like 2005 that
0: was i feel like we were still hearing it with movies well so in like tv shows i know we were still hearing it in like 2009 2010 and entourage and stuff like in entourage that shit's only 10 years old and they're calling each other that yeah. the whole time so i don't know about movies but i know that it's not that old that everyone was still saying that yeah, shit right so anyways explain the penis showing game explain that the types of like you get one kick for this two kicks for this you know do you did you do you have the whole breakdown um i think so okay go ahead
5: so uh the brain
0: is yeah. one kick so the brain is no brain is two kicks the look is one kick. Well, the look is just you pull your pants down, quick. you show your yeah. deck, right. quick. That's one kick.
5: All right, and then two kicks is the brain. Yeah, the brain is. <laughs> I don't know how to really describe this without showing it. As show it, does. Show it. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> if there's any sort of like editing pause in this, it's because I'm just. Kicking Beady in the ass because he looked at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the brain is basically squeezing your nuts. Make it look like a brain. Right. Uh, the bat wing. Love is, this. Is uh, taking the excess skin of your scrotum. And <laughs> I'm going to use like medical terms. I'm not going to say <laughs> weird shit. So the bat wing is taking the excess skin of, of your, your ball sk- sack of your scrotum. Yeah. And. Pulling it so that you can, like, see the see the veins and shit, and it looks like a bat wing.
0: Yep. And uh, when he's showing this, he's showing it he's taking, on raw chicken.
5: Yeah, the raw chicken <laughs> skin, and he just, you know exactly what it looks like. Yep. It's disgusting. Um.
0: Four is... The Abraham Lincoln.
5: The Ab- <laughs> I had a note on this. <laughs> the Abraham Lincoln is so good cuz you have to shave the you have to shave the hair off of your balls yeah
0: so that it looks like a beard right um but then the last one the big one the like the the mass of like if you can ever pull this off your legendary would you is, say the greatest of all time the greatest of all time is, is the goat the goat <laughs> you did,
5: <laughs> nice. not, you did I didn't not get pick it up at on first that.
0: <laughs> the goat Uh, Which is just you, which by the way, I'm not going to say who did this, but there's a guy (laughs) I know who actually did this in life to a female in high school. And it was, he bent over and you just push through your, your, your gear through the backside when you're fully bent over doggy style and show them from the back.
5: So it's almost like a mangina from the back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, frightening. What it is. And I believe that's that's the ultimate Man. five kick. Um,
5: Nobody wants to see that.
0: No one. No. Okay, number two. This is again. This movie is a comedy that it's not a ton of plot. A lot of it is just awesome clips. And I will say, here's the big thing about Ryan Reynolds. As much as he like comes up short in a lot of areas, I feel like where he really thrives is he's so quick. He's so fast with like dialogue and stuff in movies. And if you put him with, like, a sparring partner in a scene, watching their witty banter back and forth is, like, super intriguing and, and like, really interesting and there's a couple of my like 10 things that i'm going to highlight this but this first one is actually with his mom and i just want to play i don't know how long this might be two minutes i don't know but i just want to play this back and forth of him eating dinner with his mom where we find out everything we need to know about how monty got to where he is
3: so i called your house today at two you were still asleep weren't you
0: (laughs) that's an understatement
3: so what did you do last night? I trust my little angel, it didn't do anything immoral. Well, um, let's see. I started by getting completely hammered drunk. It was bad. Then drove, while intoxicated, to pick up this disease-infested prostitute. <coughs> uh-huh. From there, um, let's see, me and the hooker went back to the my place. The hooker and I... Excuse me, the hooker and I went back to my place, and from there, God, it was just a blur of intravenous drug abuse and unprotected sex, while taking the Lord's name in vain. Dean, did you know that when Monty was a child, everyone thought he was retarded? Dean, doesn't my mom look old? I mean, like, much older than she rightfully should. So why aren't you and Serena still together I liked her? I don't know, I guess it got old. We had a relationship based on orgasms. Oh, how charming. You are being safe, aren't you? I don't think I could handle the idea of you reproducing. Come on, Mom. Of course I'm being safe. I pull out. Yes, well, your father pulled out too, but we've all seen the tragic end of that story. You think I want to have kids? Absolutely not. That's why I stick to anal sex. Hmm. If only I had been so lucky.
0: I love this back and forth. I, I could literally watch Monty and his mom go back and forth for like an entire movie, just watching them. But the other thing is, I love a good origin story. And I feel like after seeing that, I know exactly how Monty is the way he is. It's funny
5: because if you've ever seen the movie Deadpool, yeah, Monty basically becomes Deadpool.
0: Don't you think that's like, Van
5: Wilder too?
0: Yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is like, him.
5: Ryan Reynolds has, like, one character through, like,
0: four different movies. And, and, and the thing is with Ryan Reynolds is that... Interesting. He, oh,
5: man, did we just, like, uncover no, something? No, Hollywood's have, been, like, trying to, like, cover
0: this up and not make anyone know. No, here's... I, I think that... Hey, dig, Ben Dig on this. Mm-hmm. I actually think Chris Pratt is the 2021 version of the 2010 Ryan Reynolds He's the same way that Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds have like one gear that they crush like no one in their different gears. Yes. But no one crushes the quick witty like, oh man, I'm so quick and like everyone else is so dumb and stupid and I'm like so quick and witty and funny like Ryan Reynolds. Like yeah. no one hits that note better than him. I agree. He does it in Van Wilder. He does it in this. He does it in, any movies ever been good in Chris Pratt's the same way. Like he nails that guardians of the galaxy comic relief, but I'm kind of like a big dude too. anytime he gets out of that, like tomorrow war and you see how limited Chris Pratt is Mm -hmm. like hard Ryan Reynolds, same thing. So I think that's why Deadpool worked for Ryan Reynolds, but green lantern didn't Deadpool. He's just playing himself and green lantern. He was actually trying to act.
5: That's all on the fucking casting. Yeah. Like, sorry, but Chris Pratt is not a top five like A list actor. He is a top one A list actor for what he does well.
0: Right. Yeah. I know. So really, Chris Pratt. That find anyone else. He should just do Guardians of the Galaxy for his for the rest of his life, or jump back into comedies like and do Parks and Rec.
5: And I think Marvel will probably do that yeah. with them right <laughs> like yeah they can do that
0: they can just keep finding new storylines guardians of the galaxy four five six seven eight nine <laughs> um okay fast and guardians fast and furious <laughs> guardians of the galaxy <laughs> number three number one cardinal rule i just wrote this down we already kind of talked about it, so we can go quick don't fuck with people that make your food there's this whole scene in this movie that's kind of infamous which is this bitch lady sends her food back and let's just list out what they do to her food spit in her mashed potatoes and gravy Mm -hmm. dame cook pulls pubes out and puts his pubes in it alfalfa sprouts alfalfa sprouts a little garlic seasoning that is Dandruff. dandruff Um, Famunda cheese. cheese. <laughs> that's a guy taking the garlic bread and just oh. rubbing it on in, in his pants on his ball sack. I think that was it. But you're saying, though, this did not happen at restaurants. I will say, though, Anna from HR told me a story. She was a she worked at a Dairy Queen in high school. And she said that one time there was a lady who was a massive bitch and. She got so mad that everyone in the Dairy Queen convinced her to spit in this lady's shake. Wow. And she really? spit in the shake. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And from HR can be a for real shame. bitch <sighs> for shame. <laughs> yeah. Number four. Okay. What's going on with Calvin? Uh, let's just talk. Number four is just Cal- I wrote down Calvin and his weird PTSD with his bathroom shit. Like, Calvin is this guy who, fun fact, I read this. The director said that Calvin was actually two characters initially. It was, he had some PTSD experience with uh, going to the bathroom in a public restroom. So he could not be in public. And then the separate guy, ironically, his name was Brian. And he could get no girls. Like he was failing with all the girls. So the director decided, I'm just going to combine that guy into two the biggest bitch of all time and it's just calvin he can't pee in public and he gets no pussy so you actually like calvin yeah i i one of my
5: notes him. is calvin is the best
0: <laughs> so this is he gonna is be like a he, difference
5: he's on the list of mvp oh my he's god i i have him
0: on my list for mcitw of course you do so uh, here's my two cents and then you tell me where you stand I hate a fucking bitch and a pussy more than anything. And Calvin is the biggest fucking pussy I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. He has no confidence. Like what he does, taking that hot girl shift or whatever, he takes all of her shifts and she walks all over him. It's just like, dude, Calvin guy. Okay. Why do you like him?
5: Because of all those things. (laughs) He's just so genuinely himself that is just so terrible. So he takes a double shift so that uh, the girl that he's crushing on <laughs> can go on a date. And he had no off
0: nights all week. Yeah. And then took her double.
2: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> so like, she could go on a date with someone else. It's like, I, I love the fact that Calvin's exist in the world. Okay. That, that is interesting. Cause it's great. Are you saying like, cause it, it makes you look better with ladies and stuff. Yes. Like, cause you're not hopefully as big of a bitch. Not quite as big. <laughs> yeah. So I also think the other interesting note here is that. I feel
5: seen a little bit. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: seen. I I feel like the other thing here is that if you or I were not men and we were ladies, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd go after a non-pussy guy. I'd go after a hot badass like a Monty and you would be getting with like a bitch dude. You would go after the pedophile.
5: <laughs> and I would go after the nice dude who is just trying to make it work.
0: All right. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. I'd go after the pedophile guy. <laughs> Number Classic. Classic me, dude. Number five. Okay. Back to, again, we talked about Ryan Reynolds. This is his time to shine quick-witted guy who goes back and forth i think i'm gonna play the longest clip in vl podcast history right Ooh, now Oh, i'm so honored <laughs> yeah it's same thing it's monty verbal sparring session not with his mom this time but with serena his ex-girlfriend who he's hooked up with a bunch of times and affairs yeah is it Anna. Anna. okay Anna. yeah um as we've seen in this movie what ryan reynolds monty really appreciates is someone who's like willing to stand up to him because he kind of shits on everyone but anytime anyone stands up to him he actually respects it all right now i'm going to play this three minute clip because i think this entire thing is just an amazing back and forth
3: and by the way take whatever advice that she gives you with a big grain of salt yeah
2: and take anything that he gives you with a shot of penicillin (laughs) Seriously, Calvin, do yourself a favor. Unless you're combing the playground for middle schoolers, don't become an asshole like Monty.
3: Correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't I been inside you?
2: <sighs>
3: oh.
2: oh.
3: Oh. Oh. no. Oh. Oh, Monty. Oh, me.
2: You want to brag about your sexual conquest, you big stud you? Okay, you know what? Fine, let's talk about it. Let me describe Monty's amazing sexual prowess. He'd barrel into me with that pathetic excuse for a child's penis, and it would end so quickly, so abruptly, I wouldn't even have time to feel any sort of morbid, accidental amusement towards his technique, which was basically him seizuring on top of me for, oh, about 45 seconds while I laid there trying not to laugh or cry is it any wonder why you still date girls in high school they're the only ones left they don't know any better
3: okay okay all right first of all for the record i always had an orgasm when we had sex (gasps) secondly everybody knows that i'm orally fixated and you can't deny that i played your vagina like a
2: violin oh as if that somehow negates the fact that once we got past foreplay you turned into the little engine that couldn't hold his load
1: oh what the
2: fuck
3: ever If I was that bad, then why were you at my house every night? I mean, all I had to do was call and say, hey, I'm horny, and then fucking poof! As if by some form of slut magic you'd appear. Now, why is that?
2: Because at first, I really liked spending time with you. I thought you were a genuinely interesting guy to be around. Very true. But eventually it all wore thin. And I realized that your personality was just one short, punctuated joke after another, much like our sex life. And, oh, Monty... Do you remember why we stopped dating?
3: Yeah, I do. Because you were old news. I was looking at other girls and I was getting bored. Basically, that was why.
2: Yeah, yeah, all that. And the fact that I dumped you. Wait, I thought you said you dumped- Shut up, Calvin.
3: All right, I was just trying to let you down easy, but this is bullshit because we both know that you enjoyed having sex with me.
2: The only real pleasure I ever got from having sex with you came from making fun of it later with my friends. Tell them, Amy. It's true. We laughed a lot at your expense. So, you know how when you're walking past a group of people and you hear them laughing, you sometimes get that paranoid self-conscious feeling that maybe they're laughing about you when they're really not? Well, in your case,
0: Two things about this clip. One, who do you think won that battle? I feel like it's pretty even. Like, no, I, no really, not fair to say, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. think she won?
5: Oh, like by a landslide.
0: Okay, because she got the last word in there. So I, I was interested to see if you know if you were in, if you thought won one of the. I, I felt like he definitely took an early lead in that, and I felt like she kind of took over at the end. But so I think
5: that women can always withhold
0: information. Unless attacked, and then they can be absolutely brutal, right? And she was at the end. I actually think all the stuff in the beginning was like, okay, he blew his load early, whatever. Yeah. All girls say it all the time. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but then her jab at the end, honestly, I think that is one of I've said it like once or twice in life to someone else. But I was kind of I was just joking. <laughs> it was just a But joke. that that line of like. You know when uh, you know you walk past a group of people and like you're really self conscious. You think they're talking about you, and most of the time they're actually not. Well, in your case, they actually are. It's like, oh fuck, God, I can't fuck, imagine going lady. back
5: into public after that.
0: Yeah, like God damn, they are, because that is like a self conscious feeling I have deep down. Like Do you we really? all, no, no, I'm saying you we feel. all, no, we all kind of have that feeling of like. You know, you leave a place and it's like, oh, they're probably ripping on me right now. Maybe they are. Fuck. I shouldn't have said this or that or whatever. But anyways, I just think she called that out perfectly of like, God damn, that hit deep. Fuck. I just love it. I love that whole. um, So
5: I would say the fact that you have used that and the fact that you think she crushed him. No, I don't think she.
0: Yeah. Just at the end.
5: She won. Yeah, I mean, I think she had much better points and she had not only the last word, but she also had by far the biggest burn. She did have the biggest burn. Credit to Ryan Reynolds or Monty because he did have
0: an orgasm. Every single time they had sex. <laughs> yeah, I, love
5: that I think that line. is such a good fucking line.
0: I just I like that when or someone says something or or does like battle back against him and holds their own in an argument, he does like appreciate it. You know, at the end where he's like, God, I love her. You know what I mean? He he kinda did just like take the L and you know, whatever, but Um Okay. Number six. I just gotta say this, dude. This is a this is like one of my top five biggest pet peeves in life. The scene. Ooh, I want to hear that. Cause you have a lot of pet peeves. Yeah. The scene where Dean is taking the order of the <laughs> five businessmen. And the whole thing here is that Dean's like trying to figure out what he wants to do in life. These businessmen in suits come in, he takes all their orders. They are so impressed by him that they want to like offer him a job. And he thinks like, perfect. This is my way to get out of, you know, shenanigans and waiter and being a waiter. That's not my pet peeve. My pet peeve is that Dean is a, I am not going to write your fucking order down guy. You've said this before. It, it is, it drives me fucking insane. Okay. There's two outcomes. All waiter kids, kids tip for the kids. There's two outcomes from you're a hero and you don't write orders down. One, it's the bad outcome you, you fuck something up. You forgot that the third guy from the la- left ordered no tomatoes or whatever, or ordered a, a lettuce wrap versus a bun on his burger, whatever you fuck that up. And now the entire table hates you because you fucked up one little nuance on the eight person order. That's the bad one. The good one is not even that fucking good. The good one is you're a waitering legend. You fucking come in here and you get all 10 orders right, just like Dean did. Like this guy, he's a little lactose intolerant, so I respect that or whatever. He gets the whole order right. No one fucking cares, dude. Have you ever given a better tip to someone who did the whole order by memory? No. Never. Of course not. No, 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 no. Never.
5: Because there's no upside. None. None. Because if you don't write it down and you get it right, it's like, okay, you just did your job normal. Who cares? Who cares? If you fuck it up. Yes. So the risk to reward ratio is so high. So
0: high. Okay. You should never do it. I just wanted to call it out. It annoys the fuck out of me. I almost gave an MCITW to Dean just for that move of being that. And I just... I felt like the movie missed on that. I'm okay with Justin Long and MCITW. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give it to him, but well, I should have. I mean, because that does annoy the shit out of me, but I just wanted just to call Just wait for it, my MVP. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to call it out that that waiters not writing orders down. It's a zero win scenario. <laughs> that's it. It's a zero win scenario. Don't do it. Write it down. And he's like
5: if you have a group, you got to split the checks anyways. Like you got to write it down.
0: Write it the fuck down, you have Dean. To write it down. Number seven. There's this whole back and forth with Dean and Bishop. And essentially the advice is this, I'm not going to play the clip, but it, it's really just Bishop is telling Dean, you got to find your own penis showing game. Yep. I, I thought that was really actually good advice because the whole thing is, it's not about the penis showing game. It's that, that's a metaphor for you just got to find your passion in life. And that's what Dean is struggling with. So I feel like Bishop, the the dishwasher guy, yep. actually nailed that advice. Do you agree with that? For sure. Yeah.
5: It is. It is not about the actual penis showing game. It's about changing things up and finding what can
0: make you happier. Yeah which is most of the time what you're passionate about and what you, and and Radimus, who created the penis showing game, boosted the whole morale of the entire uh, uh, staff at Shenanigans. That was his passion project, and it worked. And so I think that's Bishop's advice of like, dude, Dean, don't accept the um, assistant manager job. Probably not in your best interest. That The assistant manager job, Dean, is not your penis showing game. Definitely not. Definitely not. Second to last, Chet Miller comes in right before closing. I just want to say I was dying at this because there's always uh, that moment. I'm sure you and Natalie have had this where you're like, ah, should we go to this restaurant? It's like, oh, it's like 1030. They close at 11. And I love seeing and you can you tell me if it's like this in restaurants, if someone comes in that late.
5: Oh, my gosh. Everyone is really fucking pissed off. Like, so I've still done it. So I show up, we sit down, we order everything and you pay like immediately and you give a huge tip
0: and just get the fuck out of there as quick as
5: possible. So like we have gone in, if it is closing at say 10 and it's like nine 30 and no one else is really walking in some, some, Spots still have like a wait time at that point. So it's like, that's not an issue. It's it's when you're going into like a dead restaurant and no one is there. You sit down, you order everything. I've ordered two drinks. All at once. All at once. Cash out. So like, hey, you don't have to fucking wait around for me. I'm going to drink these two drinks real quick. I'm going to eat some food. Here's a 30% tip. Thank you. Like, I understand where the fuck you're coming from. <laughs> and this all goes to so many people have said, and I fully and fully endorse this. Everyone should have to work in service industry. Yeah. Before you go into any sort of workforce. So if you're going to like trade school, you have to do a year of whatever in a restaurant. If you go to college, you have to work for some time at a restaurant restaurant workers get the shit end of every stick.
0: yeah my sister is, everyone has to do she that. always says that she's been a waitress forever she always says yeah. that yeah everyone should yeah no I never did it but I had like better I, late than never <laughs>
5: <laughs> shouldn't you can get a side gig. You've got like a few weeks before your
0: son. Now porn. I don't know if this is a direct one to one comparison. When I valeted Carcer a year after college, it was a tip driven industry. So it is. yeah, now it's not like a like I said direct comparison to where, but it was like you were relying on tips a lot, and so there was that whole element of like you would just get a piece of shit douche, and and you have to just like take it and take it and yeah. take it and like, just Dude, for the you tip. Have <laughs>
5: yeah. You have a $120,000 car, why don't you give me
0: $2? You know what's funny about- Give me about, a fiver and just move on. You know what's funny about valet and cars is that, just analytics wise, uh, the tips you got from guys who came in like in a $120,000 car were either zero or very minimal. Like a business guy who came in on a Monday yeah. to valet's car and he'll be back on a Thursday from a business trip. Hardly never like never got tipped. Um, what we would always look for is the minivan, because when the minivan rolls in with the entire family and the wife and the kids, yeah, then it's like that guy is being judged by the wife and stuff. By his wife. Yeah. 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 And sure. uh, and so whenever the family would come in, oh, it'd be like 10 bucks, 10, you know, 10 bucks. And five he probably
5: dollar. forgot to get like a break and change. So it's like. All I got is a 20 here. Yeah. So this literally just happened to me a month ago. We took the Fast Park, whatever, here in Cincinnati. And it was coming back. I had my wife both my kids. It was just a fucking shit show. And I'm on this bus, and I'm like, all right, so like, I need to find some cash. So I look, and I've got three 20s <laughs> in my thing. So I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, like it's Fuck. too late to find like a five, so I just gave the guy twenty bucks. I was yeah. just like, like I'm not gonna not tip because I've worked for restaurants, so I'm not gonna not tip. So I just gave the guy twenty bucks, and he legitimately, oh dude. stopped and went, "Are you serious?
0: Oh, dude, a twenty? 20- Thank you so yeah. much."
5: And I was like. I'm not trying to be like a really yeah. good guy here. <laughs> yeah. Like you are totally mistaking me for someone who's like super nice. I'm just exhausted. Yeah, and I have nothing else to give you. And I'm not shitty enough to turn around after you gave me four different luggage pieces and a stroller as well. He was like super thrilled. I was like,
0: Dude, I'm not that nice. Like, well, I'll tell I you, do
5: not want to give you 20 bucks. I was happy to, but I didn't really like choose. Maybe me. I wait till like <laughs> one
0: more promotion until I do this all yeah. the time. Um, no, I, I will tell you that how we always looked at it was like we were making fucking nothing. So if we ever got a 10, all you're thinking about is like that hour of work I just did, I just made in 30 seconds. Yeah. So like a $10 bill yeah is it will make your entire day. So a $20 bill, I can count on one hand in that year I valeted cars, how many times I got a 20, maybe I can even count on one finger. I don't even know if it happened more than once. <laughs> and that getting two hours of pay in one tip. Yeah. I, I'm not shocked at all that that guy reacted that way. That that's exactly how I would anticipate he would act. Um, okay. Back to this movie. The final one I just want to say, how this whole movie ends is Dean doesn't take the assistant manager job because that's not his penis showing game. He doesn't take it. We go back to the the end of the 24 hours, the party at the end of the night, and I was just going to play a, um, a, a clip of Mitch. Go ahead. Yeah. Crack that brew, dude. I was just going to play a clip of Mitch. We already played Mitch's breakdown of Monty. So I'm actually going to edit that out uh, just to condense it a little bit. But I just want to play how he breaks down everyone else in the cast as well. Here it is.
1: Would you turn down the fucking music for me? Jesus. This is fucking bullshit. I have been here all goddamn day and you haven't let me say one thing. None of you. Well, damn, Mitch, I... Oh, no, asshole, you shut the fuck up now. It's my turn to talk. You're all fucked in the head. All of you. I mean you. Change your fucking tampon and have another drink, you crazy fucking bitch. And you. Well, I don't know what to be when I grow up. Join the fucking army or something. God damn. Oh, and you. You know what? You're too easy. Oh, and you, whining all goddamn day about Dean. You're hot. Quit acting so fucking pathetic. You know what? (laughs) Fuck this. You all suck, I quit. Oh, yeah. There is one more thing. You. You are the biggest piece of shit in this entire restaurant. I hope you burn in hell. Me? What the fuck did I do to you, man? Seriously. <laughs> oh, 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 shit! No! The goat! Oh, the goat, you bastard!
3: Oh, oh.
4: <laughs> That was
3: the shit!
4: Bitch!
0: And just like that, dude, Mitch, at the end of this movie, is the new Dean. Because Dean quits. He goes on to do his bigger and better things. Monty now respects Mitch because he finally stood up to him. And uh, by the way, Mitch said no words this entire movie. (laughs) He was never allowed to speak until that moment at the very end where he's giving a middle finger to everyone.
5: What a great job. I mean, like, to be in such a good movie... And legitimately only have 45 seconds of (laughs) lines. And I mean, that's a dream job.
0: I know that this kid, I looked him up. He was a kid in uh, Freaks and Geeks and really did like nothing else. But I was. uh, Uh, He
5: was in Bones
0: for a long time. I don't. Is that a TV show? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. You don't care. Never watched Bones. Don't care. Um, No teens. No teens. Don't care. (laughs) Props to Mitch. He's not gonna he's not gonna be a nominee in any of my awards, but um props to Mitch. I feel like he played a trainee really well. Yeah, he definitely did. I think he nailed it.
5: He looked like a clueless high school kid. Like it was his it was clearly his first job.
0: Right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I'm good on the movie if you want to get to awards. Yeah, let's go. Awards, let's start off with the Ryan Philippi Practice Hero Award. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. We sitting
1: here, we in here talking about practice. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. Practice? I mean, how silly is that?
0: guy or gal who is going 150 percent in practice this guy doing way too much you want him to do way less i had two nominees initially i could be talked into others so i let me list my two shoo-ins for the nomination list and then uh we'll we'll chat through the rest one you said it as soon as you got here dane cook he's on this list um he is a cook I think it's because he didn't have a script. It was just Dane B. Dane. And I laughed. I don't want to say I didn't like him. I laughed like when he goes, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. I laughed. I've said that so many, so many times in my life. I, I laugh at that. I laugh at whenever he's asked to do anything like, hey, no bacon on that salad. He is funny but he's and just then he
5: gets like whipped by the other <laughs> line cook. yeah it's like oh again woke
0: whoa woke, whoa not
5: chill but not
0: chill in the moment very funny he was funny um but doing a lot two for me andy milanakis uh the bus boys nick and t-dog whatever happened to him in real life yeah. he, i'm dying to find out like as he,
5: i leave here i'm gonna look him up is he alive because he was what? He was like late 20s or something I think when this happened.
0: He had he this was like in his 20s hard. He had 15 minutes of fame on a reality show on MTV. It was
5: the like Annie show.
0: Yeah, and everyone thought he was like 14 but he was actually like 29.
5: Didn't he start uh he was trying to like sell beer on the man show? Like on the street? Oh, uh,
0: that I think so. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so
5: it was like a it was like a lemonade stand, and he looked like a kid. And he yeah, looked like yeah. a twelve year old. That's right. And he was trying to sell people beer on the side of the street. I mean, and all these old people were like, "You're too young to do this." I know. Like, who's making you do this? And he
0: was like twenty five or something. He looked like he legit. I think he had like an actual disease. Like he had an actual thing that yeah, made him he's look. He's got young.
5: some sort of like. I don't know if it's a disease or like a syndrome, or something. Yeah, something.
0: I wonder uh, what he's up to. Anyways, we'll look it up after. But he, him, and T Dog uh, are on this. And then here's a. I, I don't. How old do you think Andy Milonakis is right now? Right now, yeah. I would say like forty five. Holy shit! Forty five. Forty
5: five years old. <laughs> oh God, nailed it. I'm not kidding. Forty five years old. That was completely on the fly. No, because he was born January 30th, 1976. 1970- All right, just stop showing off.
0: No, I, the so only reason I quick. honestly know that <laughs> is because I know KG is 45 right now, and he was born in 76. <laughs> That's the only reason I knew that. Um, so then the, the other guys, I, I had maybe put Calvin on here. He was doing a lot. Um, Calvin was doing
5: two different characters in one, so you can't really blame him for right. ever being like over the top. And then so Ryan Reynolds, Calvin
0: and Naomi.
5: Ryan Reynolds is a very interesting one. Cuz if it's on <laughs> brand, if we're on brand, I would give Ryan Reynolds the Ryan Philippi.
0: I decided there's no chance I'm going <laughs> to give no not Ryan Reynolds. I'm not I just want to clear Naomi off of this. I I I had her on here because she was aggressively doing a lot. But uh, the distinction I made is I don't think she's a practice hero. I think she's a starter in the game doing yes. a whole lot. Yes. So, like, I want to take Naomi off of, like, don't get confused. She's doing a lot, but she's doing a lot of good. For she the team. is
5: like a Ben Wallace where it's like you're not going to get 25 from her. She's not asked to score 25 points. But she's points. getting 17 rebounds. She is a top three player on your team. Yeah. She's getting 17 rebounds and five blocks
0: and, you know. And taking that big yeah, charge at like the end of the game. That. Yeah. So
5: it's like Naomi's doing exactly what is asked of her.
0: So then it looks like you're in between Andy Milanakis, Dane Cook, and Ryan Reynolds on the Ryan you here. It's Andy Milanakis. That I starred that, yeah, yeah, I starred that. I (laughs) I think Andy Milonakis, for me, he was so unnecessary to even have in the show. That's that's the thing, is I kind of want to he doesn't interact with anyone else. You cannot remove Orion Reynolds, he is a starter. He's he's doing a lot, but he's I think he's a starter. You cannot remove him in this film, he is the lead guy. Okay, so we'll give it to Andy Milanakis. I think that makes sense. Uh, new award here. Introduce this Ooh. on the uh, Tom pod. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Chevy Chase. I don't want to fucking be here award. This is new award. It's a, to a, someone who we can just tell wanted no part of being in this movie. They got a paycheck and that's why they're here for me. i am be honest. Th- there's one person and I don't even know if I should let you guess or just say it. Do you want to guess? No, go ahead and say it.
5: I <laughs> think I know who you're going to say, but for me. It's Sloan from Monarch. Yeah, Sloan. All right. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. All right. she. Thank you. I was. Like, she does not so, want to be here. At I was all.
5: racking my brain because just yesterday I was listening to Tom's Pod, and I heard this new one. I was like, oh shit! It's like it, it is such a low budget film that like everyone seems to be happy to be on yeah, this project except one, except <laughs> Sloane.
0: Yeah, and uh, this is like right. I think this
5: is right or around maybe. Um, main, like, cook. Oh, Radimus? Yes.
0: See, I felt like he
5: bought no, no, no. in. No, girlfriend, because she oh. had to act like she was actually attracted to Radimus. Yeah. That was the <laughs> other one. It was like, this guy is so fucking disgusting. She don't want to be there. Like, I just don't want to even act like I'm attracted to him, because my friends, my family are just going to laugh at me.
0: I had so her what she would be an honorable mention, and then I think Bishop Bishop yeah. seemed like it, it's like goddamn. I I used I used to be in uh, Gone in sixty seconds with Nick Cage and and Robert Duvall, and now I'm fucking sitting here Angelina doing this. Jolie. And Angelina Jolie, and I'm sitting here doing this indie comedy about a penis showing game. <laughs> Fuck. But the th- the reason why I took him, I didn't. I took him off was he gave himself like for no reason, gave himself an accent. That was, like, some weird <laughs> it was, accent. It was so bizarre. So I was like, well, maybe he did kind of buy in because he gave himself, like, an accent, so maybe... He may have been, like, trying to fuck with the, like, production
5: people. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I bet he was on set for, like, three
0: days, tops. Uh, same with Sloan. Yeah. Sloan might have been there for one day, yeah. tops. And and you could just tell, like... Maybe she that's was... how you actually kind of break this award
5: down. It's like, how often does this actor actually has to be on set for
0: and it's like if it's under two this. days yeah yeah a, yeah and and that's the it's chevy total, chase
5: total cash grab
0: chevy chase was there one day maybe less than a, yeah. a one hour total on yeah. orange county so yeah I, I felt good about um sloan getting it because she couldn't even hide her disgust her character was disgusted but so was naomi and I didn't get the feeling, though, that Naomi was like mailing it in. I felt like Sloan mailed this in. Totally. Like she, she, she almost, it seemed like she signed off on it and then she had a couple big projects come out and then she got more popular and now she's like, oh, fuck, I still have to go do this bullshit indie comedy. Damn it. Um, the other, okay, picking nits, this this award section. Do we even need to hit on them? All my picking nits were just like the woke ones of, you know, Monty's a pedophile. Obviously, that's a picking nit. Um, If this movie was made in 2021, obviously all the penis showing game stuff and ridiculing people for being gay wouldn't exist. So, like, do we do we even want to go into these picking nits or just move on? Because it was made 16 years ago. So, So two
5: two thoughts there. One, we can just move on. Okay. Two, showing your penis to people is still. Awesome. Always funny. Yeah. Like you can be 33 years old, 34 years old, Pat, and and Dan, actually. And like it can still be really funny.
0: So should we say that? Like
5: we went to an all guys high school. I saw a lot of penis. Mm -hmm. And I saw a lot of penis in class as well. Right. So the whole like showing penis thing is it's a very niche thing. To me, and probably to you a little yeah. bit, but like, yeah, it's
0: funny. Not everyone appreciates it, I guess, but and
5: actually, I found in college that showing the penis, <laughs> penis showing game to like public school kids and not a like all guys high school, they appreciate it and they fucking laugh really hard.
0: So, if we were to tweak it now, would we say we still do the penis showing game, but we just the, the whole after the, the fact thing of like once you look at a dick, I guess you can't ridicule them for being gay. You yeah. just praise them for being heroes and looking at your dick. <laughs> is that how we make it work now?
5: If that's how you would like to justify <laughs> showing us your penis all the time. Okay. And that's fine with me.
0: The other new it's award. Up to you. The other new award <laughs> is movie memorabilia. Yeah. Oh, I don't. This one was tough. This one was tough. All
5: right. I'm glad that you said that cuz I was. was I was trying to think of like what is the one thing? And with shenanigans, it's like it's like office space. It's like you've got so much uh flair. So it's like <laughs> there's so many props in there. Um
0: I had a couple nominees I don't feel good about them.
5: All right. Throw them out. Maybe it's going to like spark something.
0: Yeah. So One for me, like you said, are related to the restaurant. So I said, if you did Monty's shirt, so like the the waiter outfit, the uniform, the shirt. And then two related to that, the pants that the cooks have to wear are like flare and pant form from Office Space. The black pants with like, they almost look like colored Christmas lights on the pants. But I think they're like chilies and stuff, like different condiments. Um, Tons of cooks wear this. So I was thinking, okay, you could use, since this whole thing is about shenanigans, you could use that. But then I was like, all right, the whole movie, though, is centered around this penis showing game. That's the whole, like, that is the movie. So then I changed it to, like, raw chicken. Like, when, (laughs) when Radimus is constantly, you know... Spreading for the, the, manipulating the, the bat this manipulating this, this chicken wing to look like a bat wing or it's abuse. Um just <laughs> abusing. completely abusing this chicken leg. Could it be the raw chicken leg? And that is the memorabilia. Oh, I love that.
5: Because you know that he definitely ended up serving that to someone. <laughs> like immediately yeah. after that. Yeah. So yeah, I think I start I started the starred, raw chicken. I starred, raw raw chicken. Chicken is I good. starred that. Man, I kind of started that. This is totally off brand for me. I'm just like agreeing with you on everything.
0: Yeah. Love that. And this one was <laughs> tough. This one, was, I, I literally, I watched this movie today and, and I was like, I, I watched it and I sat there silently for like 15 minutes after trying to think what could be the movie memorabilia? Like what is that piece coming away? And I, yeah, I think I think that's what I need to do moving forward though. If I'm ever struggling, just go to like what is the whole movie centered on and then pick that thing. And in, in this, it's the it's the penis showing game. Yep. That's it. MCITW, second to last award. This is the Merce Cooper is the worst of the week. It's the biggest shittiest piece of shit character in the whole movie, just like Merce Cooper in the OC, and it's brought to you by our fine sponsors, Wicklow.
5: where be free and explore. Ben's gonna take
0: it. Be free and explore. That's all that I'm. That's all he knows. W I C K. They'll help him out. W I C K L W. Where be free and explore. If you are outdoor gear. wicklebear.com Type in promo code VL. Check ten percent off your order. Kids, it's thirty dollars in baseball T's, fifteen dollars on the text twenty dollars on the T-shirts, and forty dollars on the sweatshirts. I got. Tom was very impressed. He was very impressed. He was the first time pod friend. <laughs> I got one guy. I considered Calvin as I told you, but I have one guy that sits at the top of my list, and that is one Chet Miller. (laughs) Fuck this guy, dude. I actually, I went through the whole movie. I'm like, I think I'm going to give it to Calvin. I think I'm going to give it to Calvin. This guy's such a pussy bitch. And then Chet came in, and as he's talking to his his high school classmate, Dean, the, uh, the hero of this story, this is what he says to him when he's uh, at the restaurant.
4: All right, guys. Here you go, Chet. So, did you hear? I got my bachelor's degree. Uh, yeah, yeah. My mother told me. It's really cool. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I heard you were working here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just started my new career. They're starting me off at 48000 a year. Wow.
5: Wow. Yeah, I've been looking at houses. It's really exciting. I'll bet.
0: He just big leagues the fuck out of him. He says something like oh, I just got my bachelor's degree and uh, they're start. I got a job offer and they're starting me out at $48,000 a year. <laughs> so I'm doing pretty well. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> Who says that? Who big leagues like that? I will say I do know of a couple of people that do big league like that and they're fucking douchebags. But <laughs>
5: Does one name start with an S?
0: Yes. His last name starts with a B.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I got to say that. I did not okay. think that he was going to come into this. There's
0: no chance he is aware that zero this podcast. Zero Zero percent. I should just give his full name and it'll never get back to him. <laughs> if you are giving your full salary out unannounced, I just want to say you're the biggest D-bag of all time. Hands down. Absolutely hands down. Even if someone asks you your salary, I'm still like hesitant. But I don't know who asked you. Just asked, ballpark but, it. You just
5: ballpark it. Right.
0: it's it's such a weird now when I was fucking valeting cart, I would tell I make ten dollars an hour, fuck you. Like I would literally say it to anyone who walked past me. But I think once you get like a real job and a real salary and it's like respectable, if you're saying it, you are such a fucking loser such a loser. So, to me Chet Miller fucking befriend export bitch. I Fuck you. I fucking hate that guy. He sucks so much. He e- sucks. Everything about Everything. the like shitty side of humanity is Chet Miller. He's the worst. He looks like he's probably a toe walker. I just got that vibe. Ooh, um, that's yeah. interesting. I know that's just a vibe. He's like thing.
5: one of those like large guys, yeah. who is a toe walker and just has like huge fucking calves.
0: I I gotta say, you know, I said a guy <laughs> that was so loud in my ear. Sorry, <laughs> I <laughs> I I gotta say, you know, we were saying waiters who don't take your order. Big pet, top five pet peeve for yeah. me. I think a toe walker is also on my Mount Rushmore <laughs> It's just like these people they take an extra beat on their <laughs> these people
5: like <laughs> these Neanderthals. Like all these
0: people are just choosing to go
5: it's on It's a choice. Toes. It's, it's a choice. So, uh, It's a
0: choice. Can I get like personal a little bit? Do you, are you a toe walker? No. Thank God.
5: Well, clearly, because we i still be friends. friends with you. Yeah. yeah, like you would have noticed by now.
0: Yeah. Um.
5: So back in grade school, the older kids, so this was like sixth and seventh grades. So the seventh and eighth graders when I was there thought that I walked like an asshole. They thought that I had. Were well, like you trying a, to show them up with your walk? Yeah, some sort of like really bouncy on my walk. And so for like two straight years, I tried to like walk without ever bouncing. So I was just like, yeah, like my feet were like moving normal and my head never fucking moved. So it was like, I was just walking dead straight. Did you walk yourself out of it? So I don't know what it looked like, (laughs) before, (laughs) But but no one after
0: I got out of grade school talked about, how i fucking walk okay so my question is if toe walkers were challenged in their own mind like you challenged yourself well i don't what, could even know have, if i was but could they have walked out of it
5: our friends our friends can tell me if i walked on my
0: toes and I changed vicariouslivingpod at gmail.com <laughs> for our yeah, friends yeah. tell us if Ben uh, walked weird when he was in grade school I'd love if to know if he that.
5: doesn't respond because of all the
0: spam <laughs> <laughs> it's all the people trying to get me to follow 15,000 bots so alright toe walker that's the sense I get from him based on wow, on man. just his love vibe that. also he's got a lot of gums in that mm-hmm. mouth a lot of gum on like small teeth big gums that, I'm not, that's not on my Mount Rushmore pet peeves because people genuinely can't control that, but yeah. it's
5: tough. It's <laughs> tough look. It's tough. I just don't want to look at it right. that
0: much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, chat, be free and explore. Get fucked. We hate you. You're probably a toe walker, and you suck. <laughs> MVP, final award, and then we'll wrap. I mean, it's on you, dude. However you want to go about this. I've got nominees, or you... I mean, I want you to take the lead on this, however you see fit. I would like to
5: hear the nominees because I want to hear how aggressively against your nominees I can be.
0: Right. And I'm assuming that my nominees will not be a winner on this pod, but um, I will give them. That's usual. Anyways, MVP, my number one nominee. If I was given it, which I'm not, if I was given it, though, it would go to Naomi. Naomi. Uh, every time she is on the screen I lit up like I love a female bitch like any reality tv show I love it's because like the main protagonist is a, a massive massive bitch who thinks she's better than everyone I love that I there's two different types of people who complain a lot I've talked about this on the pod people who like suck you into their depression and you're like oh god like fuck like being around you makes me sad like just leave me alone and then there's like the people who like you laugh at and with and i feel like naomi is in that the latter camp yeah um so naomi's number one for me every time she's on the screen i'm gonna put a clip in of her i don't care i'm oh, sorry i just I, we didn't clip her at all i want to clip i'll find one of her here it is
3: uh that's the computer. We're gonna put the food and drink orders in and uh basically I hate this fucking
1: place sometimes, you know. I mean why the fuck do we need four more people on at this time of day, man? Look at this place, it's
3: fucking dead! It's where Danny's to clean the shit out of his fucking brain sometimes, man. Fucking asshole. What are you looking at, Fuckwad? That's Naomi. And she's been working here way too long. But she's actually a pretty sweet girl when she's drunk. Let's
1: go. Dean? Yeah. Something bad happens when you become a manager. You put on your fucking tie and you get your fucking little manager card and you think you're so fucking cool just because you write the schedule and you get to tell us what to do when in reality you know you're not even worth a bit of the fucking bullshit. Oh, Naomi. Relax. Relax,
4: woman.
0: She's the best. Love her. Second guy I wanted to consider was Radimus because he created the whole penis showing game. Yep. And then third, it's like loose, but I put Justin Long in here. I didn't feel great about it. He's not going to win. Okay. So go ahead. Where are you at? On Calvin. Cal- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Honorable mention for the MCITW for me right after Chet Miller is your MVP. <laughs> like Chet Chet was 1A And Calvin was 1B And that's the winner
5: <laughs> I just love how I Let you down Every single pod mm-hmm. Every single podcast You're just like God this is not how I thought That it was gonna
0: Well go. make the case Why Why does Calvin get it? It's Slightly
5: Just because it's like The most contrarian That I could be right now <laughs> Okay it's just a troll pick. Very self aware. It's a troll <laughs> yeah. pick. Yeah, this is number six. I mean, yeah. who knows? If I get to ten, yeah. you are going to fucking hate my MVP. <laughs> yeah, probably. Hold on. Let me wait, hold on. So I'm gonna pause for a second. Okay. Let me think about the MVP. We'll
0: be right back with you. It, as you're thinking, I'll just speak out loud. <laughs> if if we are If you're in troll mode, which you're in a lot, (laughs) if you're in troll mode, you're going to say Calvin. Now, okay, check mark on you made the troll pick. Now, if we're not in troll mode, which you're in a lot, if we're not, Pat's definition is always this guy's churning. So you could take that approach, which is who's churning the most storylines, who's in the mix, who's churning. Or you could take the approach of me of just like anytime Naomi was on the screen, I was in heaven. So there, there are, I guess, a couple different philosophies that you could adhere to versus just the troll pick.
5: <laughs> I'm going to take away the troll pick because I, I really just wanted to say that just to see. Yeah, B's you got selection. it out of your system. Yeah, like I, Calvin definitely does not get the
0: MVP. no. Exactly, dude. You can't watch this movie and say Calvin is is the guy who you want to have the hardware at the end. You know what? Oh God! <laughs> just that look you gave me. I feel like I'm. This isn't going to be any better. Calvin gets the MVP. <laughs> oh, God,
5: it's just no no chance. But okay. You you totally you totally, you totally talked me into this. Yeah, I think every time that he's on the screen, I laugh. If they you remove laugh at Naomi, you laugh at Naomi. Yeah, I laugh at Calvin. If they remove Calvin, congratulations.
0: Calvin. <laughs> w i c k l o w w. If they remove Calvin from this movie, does anyone notice or care?
5: You are trying to change my pick, and my pick is Calvin.
0: All right, Calvin gets it. I don't agree in this <laughs> podcast studio, but Calvin gets it. Ben wanted Calvin for number six. When we put your picture on the wall, we're going to put a picture of Calvin struggling to pee in a public <laughs> urinal right next to it. So Calvin, way Calvin to go. Calvin is the best. Calvin, way to go. He's got
5: layers, man.
0: Layer them up. You know, interesting. We can end it on this. I was looking at they made a waiting two called still waiting dot, dot, dot. And Calvin, I believe Andy Milonakis might also be a crossover, but I, I in looking at the posters, I only recognize Calvin is uh, one of the only guys who made still waiting, which is pathetic as fuck. <laughs> I'm really surprised at that. And, and I want to say it was Calvin and Andy Milonakis were available for still waiting. And then the rest they filled out with others. So, I'm looking
5: at the Annie Milanakis, yeah. Naomi.
0: Oh, Naomi.
5: Nice. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Luis
0: Guzman. Oh, wow. As well. So, a few. So, there's four. Four people had nothing else going on. <laughs> we still waiting. And special appearance by
5: Adam Carolla. Whoa. Everyone's favorite podcaster.
0: Holy shit. Damn, maybe I need to watch Still Waiting. 2009. Nine, yeah, four years later. I guess I need to watch that now. Shit. Crazy. Anyways. All right, dude. I think that does it. That's it, man. Went a long time. Went way over the actual length of the movie. Love that. (laughs) It was like an hour and 20 minute movie. So, kids, you could listen to this pod or just watch the movie. In a shorter amount of time No Love that dude I love aggressively Going over that That just means The content Spoke for itself You know what I mean (laughs) We'll let the kids Decide that We'll let the kids Decide kids Sleepy time for you Tonight though You decide that later Email us MikeHairsLearingPod At gmail.com When you want to Reach back out But tonight Kids tuck in Have a really good night Sleep Ben Is going to help On his six time podcast And give that Sign off Ben J Clear eyes hearts do less kids to less. nice nailed it you can follow us on instagram at vicarious living podcast and listen to all of our episodes on itunes spotify stitcher and soundcloud you know you found us when you find a picture of pat and i sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is laguna beach Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.